Hello and welcome to the Brand Intimacy Academy, a five-week brand strategy program aimed at helping you define, curate, and develop a brand story, message, and strategy that helps you reach your business goals. In this week, week one, we'll be talking about your brand heart and defining your goals or understanding how you would define success for yourself. It's really important to me that we start here because understanding, unpacking and refining your own story is a really good and solid foundation on which to build up a strong brand strategy. Also, understanding where you want to go, what your goals look like, and what you want to experience more of in your life and business means that we can build a strategy that aligns with those goals to ensure you're able to take small, measured, and consistent steps and make progress toward reaching them. In the workbook I have given you for week one, We're going to talk through all the different elements of your brand heart. And to preface, I want to say that these are really important prompts to consider and work through as we establish a clear and sturdy foundation for your brand messaging and essence. It really sets the stage for navigating and refining the other aspects of your brand, which makes it really exciting. For the call, I would like you to please bring your notes and journaling with to the call so that if you feel comfortable, you can share where you're at. And if you don't feel comfortable in sharing, you have everything in front of you so that you can um, make notes and adjust. I would love to support you in piecing these together to create a foundation you feel really good about and one that supports your dreams for your business. We can cover any and all of the sections in the call where you're feeling resistance or confusion and how you can start creating statements around these headings to help guide the rest of your strategy development. We're going to start off talking about your purpose and we're going to reference your journaling around what you do, what you specialize in, what you're passionate about and what your strengths are. Do you remember those I am statements you wrote up? I want you to reread those entries with the notes around why it's important to you and how it fits into your story. To start thinking about these, I want you to consider what does having a purpose mean to you? What comes up for you around your purpose? What do you feel your purpose in your business is? And what about your life? Where and how do those intersect? Now, think about that community you're building around your business. Who are they? And how can you connect these together to form a statement that captures your purpose? Next up, we're going to be talking about your vision. So we're going to reference your journaling around the kind of future you want for yourself and most importantly, your people. What is your dream for them to feel, be, do, know, and understand? How do you want them to feel as it relates to the work that you do? What do you want them to believe or experience around that in an ideal world and after they work with you. 
this is woven into what you do and what you value, but also the benefits that are intrinsic to your services or products. How does your work, your benefits, change the world? And what does that future look like to you? I would love for you to be able to finish this sentence. The future I want is one where... Next, I'm going to be chatting about what you do. So in this statement, we really want to distill a lot of your ideas and benefits and marry them with who your people are and what they need. We also want to reference what they get out of working with you, not just physically, but emotionally. We'll talk more on this next week and the week after as we start talking about your people and your brand messaging, but we can start here. I have a framework to help you get going, and my hope is that this will allow you to start thinking about how you can frame what you do, highlight who you work with, and how you change their lives. So I first want you to consider what is your product or service in the most detailed or concise way you would like to discuss it. And then I want you to consider the overview of who your people are. You can start off pretty vague and then start filling out more details. We will be talking much more about your people next week. We're going to be looking for a sentence here that captures the idea of who they are. How do you want them to feel? What is the goal or the dream for their future? I want you to grab two to three adjectives that capture that feeling. So if you want them to feel calm and capable and organized, for example, and the work that you do promotes those feelings through your services and your emotional benefits, those would be really good adjectives to use. What is your biggest most commanding emotional benefits. So you will hear me speak about emotional and functional benefits quite a lot throughout the course of this program. And it's because they are really important. So we did get into them a little bit in the journal and we will chat about them some more in your brand messaging. But I want you to start considering not just what people get, like the tangible thing that they get from working with you, even if you're a coach, like, you know, the tangible benefits of being coached or the tangible benefits of um, having a service provided. I want you to also think about what is unique to you in terms of the emotional benefits. So what the result is and why they would come to you over someone else. What does working with you result in for them? Then we can come and put it all together by creating a statement that is powerful and emotional and speaks to the heart of your business. I would love for you to try this out in your notebook. And it's a little formula that you can find in the PDF that accompanies week one. And it's basically your name. So it would be Lauren creates, provides, or crafts, or any kind of relevant verb to the work that you do here. So we could say Lauren provides, and then your product or service. So it would be strategy support, for example. So Lauren provides strategy support for, and then who those people are. We can keep it, well, in this statement, we want to try and keep it to a phrase and not really even a sentence. So 
I would say Lauren provides strategy support for business owners so that they feel. And how do you want people to feel? We're looking for an adjective and another adjective and then a big result or emotional benefit. So it could say something like capable and excited and are able to grow their business aligned to their goals or able to meet their goals through the actions they take in their business, are able to run their business in a way that feels aligned with who they are without sacrificing their values and their vision. So you can see we can frame it in quite a few different ways. And we're just really looking to capture what it is that you do, who you're doing it for, how you want people to feel, and what the big result of working with you is. If you wrote that out and you scribbled and scratched, which is very, I, um, I definitely... Uh, recommended <laughs> as much scribbling and scratching and note-taking and refining as possible, what would a second draft look like? And how could you refine that? How can you refine your what you do statement even further? Now I want you to think about how you do things differently. So these include the emotional benefits that I spoke about and that you started journaling around in the journal and also one that we referenced in the previous section. It's the reason someone would choose you. It's the reason that they want to work with you and resonate with what you do or how you communicate it. It's such a huge part of your messaging and really should be conveyed in your copy and your marketing throughout all of your business communication. So we're looking to like sprinkle these things kind of everywhere and it's going to form the absolute core of your brand messaging. So I want you to start thinking about what is so standout-ish about what you do and how does it change the lives of your people or how does it change their perceptions, beliefs, and understanding? And how does it move them closer to that future that you want for them? You could also come at it from this way. How are you different to other people in your industry, designers, copywriters, photographers, coaches. And what do you do that they don't? Likewise, what don't you do that they do do? So we're not really looking to draw similarities here. We're definitely looking to draw contrast because we don't want to blend in with the crowd in our in industry. We don't want to just be a cookie cutter Um shape of whatever everyone else is doing. We want to find a way that is unique to what we do, who we work with, and why all of that matters to us. So there are probably pillars of what you do and why you do it, even if you don't realize that connection just yet. By now, you should have some ideas, even if they're just bullet points, and I would love to discuss them on the call so that we can start fleshing out a better story of how you do it differently. Next up is why you care about it. And uh, I love this section so much because this is your story. This is the reason that you're passionate about your people, what you do and how you do it. And this is the reason you keep moving and why you want to or need to make this your business work. This is the reason that you're invested in the journey. 
Some prompts I want you to consider about your experiences over the last few years is how have they changed or shifted you? And when I say experiences, I'm not necessarily talking about business experiences here. I'm talking about your lived experiences. How have they changed or shifted you? How have they stretched you? What gifts have those experiences given you? And how have they evolved what's important to you? Another exercise I really like, and I haven't written this down in the PDF, but it would kind of be like a bit of a bonus if you wanted to do it for yourself, is to draw up your life in decades. And then you start thinking about the the biggest experiences or memories you have from those decades and you can start unpacking them with regards to you know what relationships they were what happened internally for you how you felt about things what shifted what became more or less important to you during those times and you would start my hope is that you would start seeing basically the origin of why what you're doing is important to you. I really do believe that our stories are, they extend much further than when we actually started our business. Um, And they're usually about something that, something or some things that we have experienced, that we have um, evolved through, things that have grown us or things that have challenged us and given us perhaps a new skill set or a new perspective, and that becomes a part of the work that we do. I would also really love you to be able to finish this sentence, I care about what I do because, and you can absolutely bring any and all of your ideas to the call, and we can chat about the different reasons that you care about uh, these things, and your answers to points one through four, and how we can start formulating that into your own story. It is important for me to note here that just because... um, your business perhaps evolved out of something very personal to you, an experience that was really formative, does not require that that is shared within your business. You are absolutely still in control of how how you share and what you share and how much of that you share within your business with your people. Just because your business evolved from a deeply personal place does not mean you have to share all of those details. That is still allowed to be entirely sacred to you. So I don't want you to feel that by going through these steps and like really getting into these details for yourself, it has to become public knowledge. It absolutely doesn't just so you know that this is more this is like internal to help you guide and develop your strategy and also understand how you connect and communicate with people last up we're going to chat about your values so these are really really exciting and important to me because even if we don't necessarily realize what we value in our lives they they are there and they guide so much of what we think about what we pour our time into the actions that we take and the decisions that we make so it really is about a core part of you and your beliefs And these are the things that just make you, you, and the things that your emotional benefits and story are very likely built around, even if you don't know it yet. 
So I want you to start thinking about what attributes, philosophies, and ideas are really important to you. There is no right or wrong here. And it's just things that you feel in your life um, strongly about. And then I want you to consider why they feel important to you. I also want you to think about what governs your life, your decision-making and your relationship and how does it govern them? So, you know, if it's, you know, it's really difficult to like thumbs up and give a, an example of a value here and how it would be um, experienced in your life. But if you have a value and you feel like there is this, this thing that definitely governs how you spend your time or what relationships you cultivate and what decisions you make, I want you to be able to explain to yourself how it governs them and how that governance is experienced by you and other people. So it might sound a little bit abstract, but I feel like the more you start journaling around it, the easier um, thinking about these things will get. It is, I mean, largely doing internal work is a lot more difficult for us than doing something external like DIYing a logo or choosing our color palette for our business because that is, you know, that's busy work and this doesn't feel as busy because it's so internalized and it's very difficult to take the time to unpack um, all of these stories and tie some threads together, but it is totally possible for you. So I want you to then take those ideas and turn them into something that forms a part of your brand messaging and experience. So we will still get into brand messaging and developing a brand experience throughout the program. Like I said, this is to lay the foundation. So I want you to have something that can guide you as you grow your business and dive into marketing and writing emails and accepting or declining projects or clients. So your value, let's take the value and start explaining what it means to you. So when we wrote up why they feel important and how it governs your life, that's going to be the story of the value. Where does it come from and why is it a part of who you are? Then we're going to think about an action statement. So this is what I call my so I statement that we're going to add on to the value. What actions do you take as a result of this value? What persists in your life or business or relationships because you value this in particular? So this would be, um, again, how does it govern them? And how is this governance experienced? Then we're going to go into how it manifests. Now, this is how this shows up, this value shows up for your people and how they experience it. How it is going to be manifested in the brand experience that you create for them. So we spoke about how this governance is experienced for you and other people. And now we're going to be kind of solidifying that and figuring out how we want that value to be experienced and to be known by other people. A little side note about brand values here. And I've just titled this your values because, you know, when you are your business, what you value is likely what your business values and they're so intertwined. But I do want to talk about brand values because I feel like this is something we hear so often. And, you know, we we must tell people what our values are. And I'm sure you've seen like other 
brands or businesses basically explaining like, this is what I value. And my <laughs> perhaps unpopular opinion about this is that um, no one cares. So no one no one cares what we say our values are. And that is why it is so important to develop an action statement and establish how it manifests for the people that we want to grow community around and for the people that we want to work with or create products for. Because once we publish our brand, right, once it's out in the wild, what we say it is doesn't matter. But how people experience our brand and how they know us through our brand, that is what defines our, our branding or our business at that point. So saying to people like, I really value community, for example, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't hold any weight because it's not about you telling people what you value. It is about people knowing what your brand and your business values through the experiences they have with you. I hope that makes sense. So at the end of the day, I wanted to look something like this for you. I value my value. So I and your action statement as seen in. And this is how it manifests, right? So it's, I value my value, let's say community. So I ensure that I am cultivating a real and genuine relationships as seen in, and then this would be how you are basically telling or explaining through your actions to your audience and your people, how that is something you value. That brings our brand heart to a close. And I'm genuinely like, I love this chapter so much because I feel like there is so much we can talk about and there's just so much that we can unpack. Um, so next up, we're going to be talking about finding success and your goals. So next, we're going to be talking about goal setting and defining success. This is such an important part of running a business or just your life in general. I think it's really easy for us to get swept up in all the rules and norms of what we hear we're supposed to be doing or what we're told we should be wanting. In our lives, we're born into certain conditions that vary from culture to culture, and we're taught that these conditions are normal, and we're then expected to align our personal goals with and define success by them. And I want to start thinking about how to define success if only you were in charge of it. In business, this could look like disregarding making a certain amount of money or rigidly following a specific marketing schedule or just the desire to get a particular number of likes or engagement. I want to make space for you to take all of those things you've heard and experienced and pack them in a box while you get intimate with what you value and how those values support your life and business. I'd love for you to consider if you were the only one who got to say, yes, I approve or no, I don't approve on how you define and hold success, how you experience and celebrate success and how you set goals around those definitions, what all of that would look like for you. What are you hoping to achieve in your business and life? What value do you place on those specific achievements? This isn't much about working through 
this isn't so much about working through in order to bring to the calls. I want to open up a beneficial conversation with yourself and the rest of the group, if you'd like to, about the kind of person that we want to be when we realize we don't have to be held to a specific identity that we were given or obtained by birth or culture. And we really get to craft who that person is for ourselves how people perceive and experience that person and then create everything else in our lives to align with that. I also want to talk about goal setting in a smaller, more granular way. I don't think we were taught very much about setting and working toward goals at a school level. And when we did, it was more like a five or a 10 year plan. I also want to rather place more focus on why you want a specific thing or outcome and get very clear on the value of it and how it will make you feel. If this is in your life or business, what do you attach to that goal? Why is it important to you and why do you want to achieve it? This can be especially helpful for financial goals. Because when we lead with wanting to earn X amount in a specific time frame, it's really abstract. But by getting clear on why that number, what supports the idea you have, why it's important to you, it's really integral in breaking down the goal into steps for yourself. Steps that you don't feel a bucket load of resistance in taking and steps that are clear and actionable. When you determine what your overarching goal is, you can take the time to say, this is important to me for this reason. And this is roughly the time frame that I feel is realistic for me to reach this goal in. And from there, you can break them down into things that you can action instead of having an abstract idea or plan that you want to work toward with nothing to really support that movement. So we take a goal and break it down into smaller tasks that you can attach dates or timelines to which you can then schedule into your planner, project management system, or task management system so that you are taking action aligned to the goal. When we're talking about setting financial goals, it's also a great idea to note down what it is, where it's from, and why it's important you have it. What value do you attach to the purchase? How is it going to benefit you? And how does that purchase help you reach your other goals? This helps you make purchases that are aligned with your other life and business goals and makes the mindset around investing a little easier. Of course, I am not bypassing not making a purchase because it's not within your budget. And I truly believe that we can't just mindset our way to making more money. So I'm not talking about those. I'm not talking about just pushing, calling your, um, uh, capital a mindset block, but I just want to help you distinguish between impulse purchases and purchases based on what we've been told we need, and then purchases that would help us reach other goals and move us closer to where we want to be. You already know that I don't believe in one-size-fits-all solutions, so the templates towards the end of the PDF that I've supplied you with are templatized ideas. These can be tweaked and changed according to you. You don't have to follow this process exactly because I want to leave margin for how you process information and plan for the future. In defining success, these are some things that I want you to start thinking around and journaling about. What makes me feel good? 
What do I feel works for me and is a good use of my resources? What's my vision for my life? And how does that tie into my purpose and the things that I value? What do I want my life and my work to look like? How do I want to spend my time? What do I want to do just for myself, unrelated to my roles and responsibilities in life and business? What's really important to me that I want to work towards? How does it meet the vision that I have for my life? How do I describe myself? How do I want to feel in my life and actions and habits? And how do I want others to describe me? How can I remove, find support for, or delegate tasks that are important, but aren't a good use of my time in working towards my vision? And where can I find that support? From pages four onwards, you're going to see that I've included a few templates for you. So the first one is a goal setting template. I've done these in um, just black so that you can print them out if you want to, and you can print out as many pages you'd like. I've left space for the overarching goal, which is the thing that you want to achieve. I've then put a start date and a reach date. You don't have to fill those in now. The most important sections I feel are why and how I will feel success and how I will celebrate it. So why is why that goal is really important to you? Why do you want to work towards it? Why do you want to reach it? How does it form a part of the vision that you have for your life and your business? And then how will you feel success? So you get to define how you will measure success for this particular goal. And I really urge you to define a way that you will celebrate it for yourself also. From there, we can break down those things into smaller tasks and set a date to start actioning those tasks. These you can then go and schedule into your project management system or your task management system or even just your planner. Or even if you don't have one of those, like a notes app on your phone. In the life goals section template, we have... um, So those I've left a bit smaller. You can, of course, put life goals if they're bigger and you want to take more actions uh, and steps towards them. You can use the previous template. In this one, I've left space for the overarching goal that you want to achieve and then steps, actions, and habits that you will need to formulate in order to make that a reality for yourself. So for example, one of my life goals was um, to start doing a hobby that I wanted to do a little bit more And my other one was to start doing a garden. So in order to do that, I would have need to find um, a supplier that sold the materials that I would need for the hobby. I would need to uh, learn the skills. So either by workshop or watching videos, and I would need to set aside time for that, or I would need to set aside money. And then I would need to set aside time for practice and actually implementing the hobby to become part of my life, which would become a habit. So you can see there will be multiple steps that you will need to take in order for this life goal to become your um, reality. I've also included a financial goals template. So over here, we're going to write down what the goal is, like what the actual product or item that you want to purchase is why you want to purchase it and the value behind purchasing it, where you're going to find it, who's currently selling it, 
and what the price is. From there, you can go and set yourself smaller tasks like I would like to save, um, you know, some money every week or every month in order to um, make this come a little bit closer for myself. Or I would like to find other suppliers. I would like to get to know and engage with the business owner a little bit more. You can really break it down as you see fit. All right. So that wraps up week one. I feel like it was quite a nice, hefty training and I can't wait to chat with you on the call to hear everything that you've thought about with your brand heart and how you plan on setting goals for yourself and defining success for yourself moving forward for the rest of the program and for your business. 